Hey guys, welcome to She the Podcast, where I share everything. Alright guys, it's me Agnes, and we're back with another episode. Today, I'm actually pretty excited on the topic that I'm about to address, and I hope that everyone could get more of a sense of my life in general, at the same time being able to relate to the things that I'm about to address. And as you could tell by the title itself, I am going to be talking about how I grew up Indonesian, or how I grew up Bataknese. So basically, if not a lot of people know, um, Bataknese is basically an ethnic group in Indonesia um, that is predominantly found in North Sumatra. And so basically, it was just like one of the very many ethnic groups that Indonesia has. And my family um, is based like we're I think we're all fully Bataknese. My dad is fully Bataknese and my mom is Batak Sunda. So she's like a little bit of mixture of both. And oh wait, actually my mom is actually fully Batak, sorry. My mom's actually fully Batak, but she had a stepmom that is Sundanese. So she was actually raised in a Sundanese um environment and community as well because she was from Bandung. And there are many types of Bataknese, but my family is particularly the Batak Medan. I, I know there's like a lot um, of like Bataknese. I think there's Batakaro, Batak Toba. I, I'm Batak Toba. I think that's the term for it. Yeah. And so, not Batak Medan, sorry. But, um, anyways, as you guys may know, um, I live with both of my parents. Well, my parents are divorced, but I grew up with both my parents, obviously. My dad and my mom, and it was just always the three of us. We're like a little family. So maybe to start off a little bit on the topic, I think I would talk a little bit about the background of my family. So basically my dad is, as I mentioned earlier, my dad is fully Bataknese, so is my mom, but they were both raised in different communities. My dad was raised in North Jakarta, which is like close to Dufan, Anchol, Gading, those things, you know, if, if you guys if you guys know. And my mom is actually raised in Bandung, like her whole life. She was born in Bandung and she's always been raised there. I was actually born in Bandung, not like even in Jakarta. So like, I don't know, I feel like there is a mixture in my family and maybe this could reflect on how they raised me growing up just by the background, a little bit of their family, even though um, it's like community-wise, environmental-wise, but I feel like that could also be like a major factor in how they raised me to the person I am today. So yeah, my mom is fully Bataknese, but she had a stepmom because unfortunately her actual mom passed away while she was giving birth to her, so that was very unfortunate. But um, I ended up with my grandma that I've always grown up with, and it was uh, my grandma was actually my mom's stepmom, and she was fully Sundanese, like she was fully Sundanese. So yeah, my mom was raised in like very weird mixture of like Bataknese and Sundanese. Like I know it doesn't really 
seem like it affects a lot in like parenting skills or anything of like that but i'm hoping from this podcast we could like observe a little bit on like whether the stereotypes of like certain ethnic groups actually are real or like is just like one of those stereotypes not everyone is like that and so basically i grew up with very strict asian parents and i don't know if people could actually relate to that because i guess like stereotypically Asian parents are like very strict and to an extent it's like really bad at some point because sometimes you could be super conservative and not even a little bit open-minded about new things and things like that but I would just say that (laughs) I grew up with strict parents like tiger parents and so it was actually kind of bad I guess because like knowing that we're Bataknese and like Bataknese is like normally stereotyped as like aggressive people (laughs) or like very hard-headed or things like that and we're Asian and Asians are mostly stereotyped as like organized individuals and so yeah growing up I would say that both my parents are pretty strict but I feel like it was like a normal type of strictness in like in a scale if there were to be like a scale on like strict parents in asia like in asia in general you know i feel like it'll be like a normal type of strict (laughs) i don't know but my dad I, i think that like works for my mom but i feel like my dad is like super super strict he was actually like super strict and hard on me even like as a young girl And something that I noticed from my dad was that I've asked this one question to my dad. (laughs) And then so I was like, if I wasn't born into this world as a girl, like I was instead a boy, would you have been like really hard and strict on me as a person? And I remember my dad saying, no matter if you're a guy or a girl, I would still behave the way I like treated you this whole time growing up. And there are, there are like, downfalls and advantages like from all of the things that he taught me when I was younger but yeah so basically my dad was just super strict he was just super strict and he really wanted me to be like a really tough girl and my mom has always been fighting for her life like full-time like ever since even the day when her mom passed away when she was giving birth to her she was already working very hard because Um, She is a family of four, so she has both her parents, which is my grandma and grandpa, and her brother. She had an older brother, but unfortunately, her older brother, which is my uncle, he has, like, some, like, brain damage. Like, when he was younger, he was, like, dropped from a bed, and so it kind of, like, there was, like, some collision in his head to this day. He's just not able to think like other people do, like we do, you know, and so my mom had to work extra hard because then you know when my grandpa retired when her dad retired she was the one who had to support the family and she had a new family which is with my dad and I and so she would she would have to take care of all of us together and yeah I think my mom is just really hard working and because of that it encourages both both parties like both my parents my dad and my mom to teach me to be like a really tough girl growing up especially Growing up, we weren't economically stable as, well, now we're not even that stable, but (laughs) I guess it's, like, better compared to, like, um, the very, very start, you know, the very start of this whole thing. I mean, I'm grateful on where I am today, and yeah, so I would just say that 
I like that part of my parents, how they have this mindset and goal to be forming and mending me to this like really tough girl but my dad my dad would be really strict about my diet my grades spirituality or like career choices relationships and etc and i'm going to break that down so you guys would understand what i'm trying to say so basically my dad is strict about everything and i know for asian parents in general they want their kids to be like really quote-unquote prestigious or like talented and like quote-unquote perfect and that's 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 a good mindset i mean like i think every parent should have that type of mindset too but i feel like to some extent there has to be some flexibility in the parenting style that they're going for just knowing that yes the outcome would be great but you got to remember that this is a kid we're talking about and some of the effects could like happen to them growing up you know like we never know and so i guess what i would say is that my dad was strict firstly about my diet and i remember this because in elementary school especially when i was six all the way to when i was 12 i had eating issues i don't know if it's an eating disorder i don't think so i don't want to be self-diagnosing myself but what i would tell you is that when I was younger, I really hated eating, like I, I just physically did not like eating and that was probably because I didn't have freedom in the food choices that I wanted to eat. Like there are always like things that are restricted from me, like I'm not allowed to eat any junk food, like barely any. My dad will not let me eat anything that is unhealthy, you know, and I know that's great, but knowing that I am a kid, you shouldn't be minimizing the amount of food choices because it's like... I'm still growing as a person and everything I consume is for my growth. Yes, it could produce fat, but I'm still a kid and I'm still growing as an individual. And so because of that, I tend to have these like stomach issues such as mah and like asam lambung. And those are the side effects that, that just happened to me personally because of my dad's strict rules with my diet, you know. And I would be just really skinny growing up. and. I just hated how my dad especially would like have to restrict me from eating things and then I'll get body shamed. Like I'd be body shamed when I go up to my relative's house and <laughs> I don't know if people could relate to this, like especially like Bataknese people. But like every time there's a family gathering, like they would always make any type of comment they see about you. Like it could be like hey are you skinnier now or like hey are you gaining some more weight or even to the point where like hey have you gone darker and i'm here like uh okay like like that's just like an okay moment for me like i'm like okay what do you want me to say i i, I don't know you be the judge <laughs> i don't know i i don't feel like that's right like obviously that is not a right thing to do but i don't know i think just every or most asian relatives just like has at least something to say and this could also branch out to another topic where when you're older people would be like hey like you don't have a like a boyfriend or or girlfriend if you're a guy you know because like everyone should be straight here or else like that will cause some like conflict in the family which just really sucks for like some people who have different sexuality you know to be labeled and be assumed as being straight you know and so that is another topic for next time but yes yeah, just i guess it just sucks you know you restrict me from 
eating a lot of these things but then i get the body shame and even you body shame me like how do like why are you so skinny or i don't know you don't have any type of fat in you and i'm like i don't know maybe don't restrict me from anything i'm eating you know things like that and also when it comes to like grades especially like both my parents play a role in this one grades are very oh my gosh i feel like that's like a highlight of like asians like i feel like asians are always stereotyped as like being smart intelligent and diligent and all those things and that's great like that's amazing to be like i mean who doesn't want to be stereotyped or okay that's kind of bad but who doesn't want to be called like smart and intelligent and successful like i mean i would love to be called that but but like the whole process of getting to that point especially in like an asian household or even my bataknese household it's it just sucks because i am really defined by my grades i would be punished for you know the grades i get i mean yes you should be punished for the things that you do wrong but i feel like there's there should be at least a balance within that punishment you know like i feel like you should at least celebrate my successes and failures even at a young age something i realized from western families is that parents don't tell their kids like no that's wrong you can't do that and that causes the kids to be able to live freely and make their own decisions because there's no restrictions they're always learning by themselves and they're like pretty independent in a way as well yes maybe it doesn't work for all cases but what i'm trying to say is that i didn't grow up with that privilege of having my failure celebrated i had punishments like several punishments some of my friends would have like these like grounding systems like i didn't have those like grounding systems like if i do something bad you'll be grounded for like a whole week you know my family didn't really do that like sometimes they say that but then they ended up like forgetting you know so like it's pretty inconsistent i know in most cases i feel like this doesn't apply to them but at least in my family my parents have like really high standard when it comes to grades especially when i was younger i think now that they know that i'm in high school and it's like getting pretty difficult and they don't really like take a part on any of that because like they didn't really help me or anything like that so they kind of lower the standards of my grades i feel like as long as you pass and especially i'm in an ib school all they think about is that if you pass then you're good to go but when i was younger um especially in elementary school where they still teach me some stuff and i didn't have like a tutor to do anything you know to like teach me like they would have like really high grade standards you know like I should get at least like 80% on all my grades and I don't know if it works for several parents as well but at least for me and like my cousins we had like pretty high standards and to an extent it's just horrible because putting kids under that much pressure just sucks like I know when we're younger it is better to like plant in their heads sort of that like success is this or something like that but I think you gotta take it down a notch like I'm probably like six and you're already pressuring me to get like 80% on all my subjects like that just sucks and I am not the brightest kid ever and so when I was younger if I didn't like make that 80% mark on my subjects I would literally get punishments like my dad will confiscate my toys and he'll start like blaming other things such as the tv or like i play with my friends too much and i i was like six seven to eight like i i should be playing with my friends i should be communicating making friends and having a more relaxed time you know like if if i was restricted to do things and 
all my life is just to study all the time, it doesn't guarantee that kids will be successful just because you put all that time on work. Because it doesn't actually come from the kid itself. Like, it doesn't, that's not what the kid wants. And, like, yes, when we were kids, we don't know what we want. That's why our parents are trying to set us straight. But it doesn't necessarily mean that that's the way to go, you know? And I would say I am not a parent, like, obviously. And I shouldn't be making, like, a lot of comments about like what a good parenting style is or things like that but I just wished I just wish that my parents would celebrate my successes and failures ever since I was a young age and they wouldn't restrict me if I failed at something they would encourage me to do better so then they would be like my comfort place and I would be able to involve communication with them because You know, if I fail at something, I wouldn't have to hide it from them because of all the consequences that I'm about to get, but yet be transparent to them because I know that they're gonna help me to get to the point where they want me to go and where I want myself to go, you know? And when it comes to spirituality, (laughs) my parents and I and all my family members are Christians and we grew up in a Christian-based family. Sometimes... I kind of wonder why they were super strict about that because I know that sometimes we could be born to like a certain religion that we end up growing up not growing into, you know, like sometimes people switch religions and that's completely okay because, you know, it is supposed to be like that. I mean, we shouldn't be born to a certain religion just so that we could be quote unquote part of that religion, you know, because... I feel like we have the freedom of choice to be in whatever belief system we want to be in and in and believing in anything that we want to believe in or not even believe in anything as well. Like, we have the freedom to do that. And I feel like it just kind of sucks for some people, especially like my friends that I know of, that they're really pressured into this world because of that view of the religion itself. Like, I'm not going to say what religion, but like any type of religion itself. Like, they just want them to be like fully religious in a way that just sometimes puts a lot of pressure in their lives as much as you're a christian a catholic or any type of religion you are i am just referring to myself and my family as much as you are a christian okay like my parents and i you can't protect me as a person just because of that because we are humans and we make mistakes and because of these mistakes These are the mistakes that God actually intended to happen, only to bring good afterwards. It's gonna change us in any way, shape, or form. Whether it will be positive or negative, it's not your fault. And it's not your decision to make to restrict us from certain things that we may fall into. I mean, it's good to be aware that these things are sin, and these things could have an impact on us, you know, and the future but at the end of the day we're our own individual person yes you're helping us to be better but it doesn't guarantee you that we are going to be what your goals are and that should be okay because we could learn from our mistakes you know that's where change is that's where self-improvement comes from you know things like that so having religion as the base of everything in the family to some extent it just sucks (laughs) because like I think even for my mom when I was younger I don't know if anyone had this but my friends and I had this thing where if you hold a guy's hand you're gonna get pregnant and that like that kind of like attacks the kid so then like I wouldn't like hold anyone's hand or like I wouldn't have any physical touch or whatsoever with a guy or else I'll get pregnant like 
no, that's not how it works. But they're just doing that to scare us, you know, so then we wouldn't fall into sin. And it just goes naturally, okay? It's not like the things you would say would guarantee that we wouldn't fall into sin. We're human beings. We are meant to fall into sin. But anyways, yeah, that was just like one of the things that kind of, you know, sort of what I have to deal with growing up. And so another thing that my Bataknese family really, really hates or strict about is our career choices. Oh gosh. When we were younger, um, we, as in me and my cousins, when we were younger, um, we would always go to these like family gatherings where sometimes a question pops up and they would ask like about our career choices. Like, what do you want to be when you're older? And of course, us being kids, we would say anything and they would probably just laugh at us because like, oh, they're probably not going to make it or nah, we could still sort of quote unquote brainwash them in the future so then they could go to the career path that we wanted them to go, you know. And especially after, you know, if you guys listen to my previous episode, I talked about what I wanted to be in the future and it was like always changing, you know, all the time. But if you realize there's always like a stream or like a pattern in some of the things I wanted to be in the future and that's always the art stream. I've always been like a very artistic girl. I've always enjoyed the arts, whether it could be from being a painter or a writer, the things that has to do with like art stuff basically, you know, like designs and things like that. Like that was always been my career choice, you know, the art industry basically, if, if that makes sense. And, like, that also goes for my other cousin. Like, we've always had an art stream when we were younger. He was really good at drawing, so that was always, like, sort of his passion in a way. Although my older cousin wanted to be, like, a businessman or either that or, like, a pilot, you know. But then if you realize, um, especially in my previous episode, my mom (laughs) noticed that I still wanted to be working in the fashion industry because that was always been my passion, you know. I, I thought I could actually enhance from that, and so... I had my hopes up, but it wasn't a career option in my mom's future or something like that. She didn't really expect me to be going through that stream, you know? And so she would like always encourage me to work in like engineering because she's she's a chemical engineer or maybe like business or an entrepreneur or things like that. And like I would consider them, but like sometimes it's just not my passion or it's not like something I would love to work every single day. Because like what's the point of having a career when you're not gonna be excited to wake up in the morning and do it every single day. I mean, to some parents, I guess. This is what my cousin's parents say to them. You wake up in the morning, you don't like your job, but that's okay because then you get the money to buy the things that you like, you know? So you get a win-win, you know? You get the job that we want and then you get the good money. At the same time, you could pursue whatever you wanted us to pursue with that money. And in my case, I guess, like, okay, my cousins sort of played that part, you know, like played that game plan that their parents have placed for them. But at least for me, I didn't like that, you know, I I didn't like that option, I guess. I want to be able to wake up in the morning and do what I love and make the money that I love. Like, I mean, even if I don't make as much money, but if I have the passion and the hard work, then obviously I would be able to wake up in the morning and continue doing my job every single day and strive so then I would be able to be in a higher position or make more money than I make before because I am passionate in what I do. That was just my concept. I don't know if like in a lot of like Asian families they do this, but it's particularly in my family. My grandpa had like six kids and 
he would want them to be like in a certain job. His first three daughters, um, they should be, for instance, a doctor or something. And his three sons would have to be like working in the army or something like that. Sorry, there's something going on. Like, yeah, there were always these like career choices that they would pressure them to be put into. But then at the end of the day, none of them becomes that particular career option that my grandpa has set for each and every one of them even including my dad you know like i think my dad had like a like a different career option for him but then he ended up being a chemical engineering which is not even that bad you know anyways but what i'm trying to say is that constantly putting these kids into a lot of pressure into a lot of standards doesn't necessarily mean that the outcome would be just like what the goal is like this also goes to my family where you know, we have, like, these jobs that, like, yes, they're very prestigious and everyone honors them a lot because, yes, they do serve the community really well and they make a lot of money for that and and I do respect everyone in this particular job, but it's just not meant for everyone and my family would always, like, want me to be, like, either a doctor, a lawyer, a pilot, or an engineer. Like, those are at least, like, the top four things that they wanted me to be and then there are like other things that are below that like they would have like certain ranks for like each and every career option there is in this world or something i don't know and it also works for like my cousin's family they would always expect the kids to be like that and for them at least they didn't really have a say in things at at least i was kind of lucky to have a say in things even though it's kind of hard to like still get their approval of like being where i wanted to be but at least it is better than my cousins because they would actually have to be that career that their parents want them to be. So for me, at least, having both of my parents being super flexible when I want to work in the UN to help other people, even though that doesn't probably make as much money as like other careers do, but they still allow me to pursue that type of career. And that probably is out of their expectations, but they're still considering it. And I'm at least more grateful and lucky to be having them agreeing and approving me for that and yeah those are probably those are probably like the top four things that my parents are very strict about you know so yeah and like what i've learned from that at least in my case i rebel more than i am like even during a a young age because of this because my parents keep restricting me from a lot of things and there are a lot of like rules and standards and things like that and sometimes i just get really tired of it and i just try to rebel like i'm probably not even the worst kid you could ever come across to but i was so pretty bad and i know their expectation is having like a very um prestigious and loving girl that is very very (laughs) school oriented and things like that but i was very rebellious and yes i am not proud of being that type of girl and obviously i wouldn't like being labeled as that type of girl either but it is what it is and i didn't want to follow the rules that were put out to me i tried not being who they want me to be because i want to prove them wrong and there was just always that thing at the back of my head that i could do it even if without them and things like that but regardless i know that they still love me even no matter anything that i did wrong you know in the past or later on in the future but i mean that's just something that i've learned 
And I'm talking to these to the parents. Like, if you didn't meet like a certain goal in your life and you want your kids to be the best, that is amazing. You are an amazing parent for doing that for your kids. And I'm pretty sure your kids would like thank you in some way because you've helped them through. Only if you encourage them and celebrate their successes and failures and probably boost their self-esteem instead of degrading them in every possible way because yes maybe your parents did that to you you know again i'm speaking this to the parents you know or probably like my parents which i hope that eventually my family or my parents would listen to this in some way possible i don't know but our parents want the best for us they do but in a way where they really push us the way their parents do to them you know because it's like when you were kids you sort of resent that treatment or that feeling and that process of doing things because you see your parents doing it so then you end up reflecting them like a mirror and then i'm just scared it'll be like a whole cycle to the point where you didn't realize that you never liked that when you were younger but you were always treated like that so then eventually when you have kids you treat them the way that you were treated, you know, and maybe it's good in certain ways. But again, when it comes to a certain extent where it just torments you, pressures you, and just breaks down your whole life, it's not a good sign. And I think our parents should probably realize that, especially on my behalf, like my parents and my family and my Bataknis family, I think we should probably start to realize on how there's a lack of communication between these two parties you know like sometimes it could even lead to like several harassments like physically mentally verbally anything like that i think what's most important is that the communication between a parent and a child i guess at some certain points asian parents could be really hard on their kids to the point where they don't realize that what they're doing could actually reflect that to their kids in a way where they rebel or they could run away or lead to other mental health issues and again mental health are not even normalized in our families or at least in like some or most asian families they don't talk about it because it's not a thing because they're always so used to keeping their own emotions to themselves and I applaud those parents who actually have like communication with their kids because unfortunately it wasn't that it wasn't really something that me and my parents do and I think my friends know this but basically my parents know that I am not really an emotional person I am but I mean I don't talk about my emotions as much and I have even trust issues to some people but to certain certain people I would open up and that just gives me like even a weird habit of like piling my emotions until I eventually break down and just like put my hands up and just give up you know like mayday I need help you know and that's just really bad because it was just so hard like every single day especially during this time when we're always surrounded by our families it's not a good thing it's not really something I look forward to and that's why I look forward to going to school because for some kids and especially me it wasn't something that I look forward to because like it's not like my parents would like comfort me in some way or like help me with my issues or understand me they would just probably lecture me on like how that's not normal or like how you probably have an illness like a mental illness you know or like I don't know and it's just as simple as like you listening to my problems and giving advice but it just always doesn't work that way especially in my family like it wasn't something that we were normalized in doing and 
we've never really done it as much either. And so I think because of this, it's just they get mad at us a lot of times. And <laughs> my my friends and I would like laugh at like my our moms. Like I feel like our moms, like at least me and my friends' moms, would always be angry at like every little thing and like yes sometimes we joke around about it like oh you know she's like getting mad over like the littlest things like there was like a spot on my table and she got really mad about it and like i was like grounded and blah 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 like we were we would like have these discussions where like we would talk about it and like we would joke around about it because that's like one of our coping mechanism is to like joke around about our problems because i think we would go insane if we didn't have a certain coping mechanism to help us and I think another coping mechanism is detaching ourselves from our parents. Like, especially for me, I love my parents. I do. I I would say I have like a love-hate relationship for them. Like, like sometimes there are times where I would just really, really be so annoyed or like be frustrated and what's going on in our family and like why they're treating me that way and whatever. But then at the end of the day, I would look at them and I would just consistently just fall in love with them. Like, it's like a whole love and hate relationship. But like nonetheless, I still love them no matter what because even if they could do the same for me, then I could do the same for them. And what I'm trying to say is that through this coping mechanism, especially detaching myself from my parents, I just somehow just think that I will take the positive, like every positive deed and things and personality traits that my parents have, but the negative ones, I will try not to be that type of person when I grew up to be an adult and my own mom and have my own kids and family and I would just hope that I don't resent that from my parents. That's that, that's just what it means to like detach yourself from your parents I guess in my definition because my friends and I we have certain issues obviously that we can't really dig deeper on because it's pretty private but some things that we share together is our coping mechanism on how we joke around about our problems and how we talk to each other about it at the same time we detach ourselves from our parents because we want to be the best version of ourselves and we just hope that this could be a growing experience that we could learn together that you know like we have to remember that our parents are still humans and we're still sinning and we're still making tons of mistakes, even us as individuals and, you know, especially them as parents. Sometimes there are times where parents fail as being parents or there are certain times where parents make, like, mistakes to their kids and that's completely okay. Especially me, I've, I've come to an understanding and I've opened doors and my arms that it's okay to be making mistakes as long as you know it, you know? And so we should just give them a break, like... We should understand that they're working full-time and they're really tired most of the times and maybe they don't understand what we feel but we should be the bigger person and try not to repeat the same mistakes that they do with our own kids and so that's just something that i've like always looked forward to like till this very day i've always looked forward and being a mom because i've always wanted to like love my own kids and like encourage them and I don't know, I put them to school, their very first everything, and I just want to be able to communicate with them, like, I am also their friend, like, I am not just your mommy, but I'm also your friend, like, you can talk to me for whatever, and I'll listen to you, I'll give you advice, just like how I am to my friends, and so I just want them to be my kids, at the same time my friends, and I just look forward to being a mom, I guess, because it's just cute, and I don't know, I have this thing with kids, uh, I like baby fever, but 
again, I think we should also look at both sides. Like there's always a positive and negative to every parenting style. Like this is something I'm trying to open up about as well. Like I'm trying to address that there are different types of parenting styles that people adopt, whether you're Asian or not, you know? Since I've always thought of it as like a bad thing, you know, when I was older, like, oh, I would, re I would like get revenge on my parents because they've always done this to me or things like that. But then as I grew up, I realized that I wouldn't, be able to be this type of person I am today because I would say I'm pretty I am pretty independent as a person and that was because I've seen how my mom is really hardworking and she is a go-getter she's really determined to do things and has like a vision or a goal that she always wanted and she always ends up reaching it and so I'm like really proud of her and I've always like looked up to her always actually and for my dad he's always very positive and he's yes people would say this is very hard-headed but like when he believes in something and when he knows that that thing is really worth fighting for he would fight for it and that those are the traits that i love about my parents and definitely would adopt myself when i'm a parent so yeah i just hope that I could be able to reflect them in those positive ways and I just hope everyone could also think of their parents that way you know as you grew up maybe you could think about how you could be more like them in the positive ways and on the negative ways something you could learn about when you become your own parent or when you become as an individual like oh I shouldn't be like this you know um, because at the end of the day you're gonna be interacting with a lot of human beings no matter if you're an extrovert introvert whatever you define as, you're still gonna interact with people and it's always best to be the best version of yourself and act really great to other people, you know? Like, we always want to be respectful, always want to be a good person that people would hopefully look up to or be friends with, have a connection with, you know? So yeah, I think we could all learn from this, you know, from our parents, obviously. So yeah, I think this was a very wholesome podcast, I guess. And if you guys have anything you want to talk about personally to me, you could you could always direct message me on my Instagram. I think you could also leave some like comments on Anchor. I think you could like leave some voice messages. I've seen like Emma does this to like her podcast and oh sorry, not Emma. I mean Ashley, Ashley Graham. Ashley Graham like does this to her podcast where like people would like send voice notes to her and she would like answer them like it could be like a question or a comment and things like that and I don't know how you do that but like if you could that would be great I mean if you could do that you know yeah I just hope everyone could get a sense of what it is that I go through growing up how my parents shaped me to who I am today positively negatively growing up in a Bataknese community where we are pretty much very strict and aggressive at most of the things, arguing a lot, things like that. I hope everyone could hopefully relate to this in some way, even if it's just a little bit of my point. But yeah, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and see you guys next week for another episode. Okay, talk to you guys later. Bye!